a big departure from NXT. NXT also announces a huge returning tournament. Ring of Honor announces a championship match. And news on the results from Raw and SmackDown this week. This is PWR Tonight for Thursday, February 22nd, 2018. Hello everyone out there and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Report and PWR Tonight. Damian Nelson coming to you here from the PWR Studios. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you may be. And remember to subscribe to the Pro Wrestling Report here on YouTube so that you never ever miss an episode. Let's get to tonight's hot news and big news coming out of NXT. This past week with their broadcast last night on the WWE Network, we saw the departure of Johnny Gargano. He is gone apparently from NXT after losing a loser leaves town basically match against the champion Andre de Almos. Uh, Johnny Gargano, of course, Huge performance in the last TakeOver event. A tremendous star in NXT. Don't know where this goes as far as storyline purposes go, but WWE did post a post-NXT video of Gargano leaving, along with his wife, who recently joined the promotion as well. I don't know if this means a main roster call-up or if this means that the story will continue amongst the many facets of things that Gargano has going on in NXT. Either way, a tremendously amazing talent, and I think that perhaps Perhaps he has a place wherever he ends up, whether it be back in NXT or on Raw or on SmackDown. Also in NXT, William Regal, the commissioner of the league, announced that the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament is returning. The tournament will start on WWE NXT TV on March 7th, and the winners will go on to WrestleMania and WrestleMania weekend and the big takeover event in New Orleans for a chance at the tag team champions, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Huge stakes in that tag team tournament from WWE and the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament. Tag Team Classic, actually, it's officially called. Always a good event and always good when uh, the trophy is awarded as part of WrestleMania weekend and the trophy and the stakes much higher this year as they get a championship opportunity real, real quick at the WrestleMania weekend NXT TakeOver event. Now, an interesting post came from a big star in NXT on social media earlier today. That's Velveteen Dream, one of the breakout and standout stars on NXT, took to Twitter to say the following, folks, and listen closely because it is a pointed statement. He says, and I quote, I do miss that, and I quote, if I could shoot for a minute, I am beyond irritated by the indie guys coming to NXT, taking up spots, living out their dreams, pretending to be actual talent, or as we, all caps, put it, quote unquote, superstars. Continuing along with what Velvet Teen Dream had to say on Twitter, I'm a homegrown talent and I breed success on my terms. Reactions prove it. Facts are facts. If anyone under contract has issue with it, the dream is easy to find. Hashtag Fabe that, referring to the, uh, of course, uh, synonymous term with wrestling, kayfabe. So Velveteen Dream with some pointed comments and uh, seemingly taking task with some of the stars that have recently been brought into NXT. We know they've done a lot of tryouts recently with some international stars as well down in Florida. And uh, there is no secret that Velveteen Dream uh, has some challenges with some of the talents there. And many of the talents, quite frankly, reportedly have some challenges with Pete Dunne uh, from over on the UK side of things. So we'll see where this goes. Two things from NXT this week 
that could lead to some interesting stories going into WrestleMania weekend. You got the Velveteen Dream situation with his tweet, I'm sure won't just sit there unaddressed. And also the Gargano departure from the company. And then, of course, the big championship matchup coming up at NXT TakeOver as well. Raw and SmackDown this past week delivered some pretty uh, impressive viewership numbers. As you know, Raw this past Monday night featured the gauntlet match at just under two hours. Seth Rollins, one hour, five minutes on what was deemed Monday Night Rollins this past Monday night. Well, wrestling might equal ratings. It was very interesting to look at the hour-by-hour -hour ratings for WWE Raw this past Monday night, where the first two hours actually maintained their audience as opposed to the drop-off that we normally see. And then the third hour did see that drop-off as the gauntlet match ended. In fact, Raw this past Monday night drew 3.3, just under 3.3 million viewers. That was up from last week's 3.1 million viewers. Uh, so a success for the company. Uh, I'm not sure we can or should or want to endure a two-hour match or a one-hour match or a 30-minute match every single week. But WWE coming outside of their typical, uh, typical formula for Raw this past Monday night proved to be success in the ratings. SmackDown, on the other hand, also saw some, well, I guess it's the same hand, not the other hand, because they also saw success. SmackDown was number four for the night in cable viewership, drawing, uh, drawing uh, I think it was 2.6 million viewers up uh, significantly from their prior week. Uh, they were number one in the 18 to 14 demographic, the also important 18 to 14 year old demographic, and uh, again, took number four in the ratings. As you know, the main event on SmackDown was AJ Styles defeating Baron Corbin. And let's speak of a SmackDown. Some people were, uh, some tweets out there and some of the wrestling news sites posting images of the poor attendance at SmackDown this past Tuesday night uh, because the hard camera side of the arena was, was tarped off and a, a good portion of the upper level. What I think needs to be said with that, and of course that's not great news, but what needs to be said with that is, is that they ran Phoenix, the same town, both nights for SmackDown. They did a Monday Raw and a Tuesday SmackDown. And, um, running two nights in a row in the same venue, they shaved a couple of hundred thousand dollars off their overall costs for tearing everything down, going to another uh, city or venue and setting up and then running a show. So it probably was part of the risk assessment that they did. I think they would have, of course, liked to sell out for both shows. Uh, Raw wasn't sold out either, by the way. I think they would have liked to sell out for both shows, but I'm pretty sure their books still balanced pretty good um, with those two shows. I'm not sure you could read much more into the fact that there were was quote-unquote low attendance at SmackDown uh, due to the fact that they were in the same town on two nights not following a pay-per-view event, which has been a very successful formula for them. And I'm not sure, uh, but I think this is not the first time that they've done this two-night double back-to-back -back run in Phoenix. I know they've also done it in Chicago at the Allstate Arena as well. And speaking of Chicago, next Saturday night, WWE returns to the United Center, which I don't think they've been there since they opened the place back in 1994 with SummerSlam. Remember The Undertaker versus the Undertaker, the real Undertaker, Leslie Nielsen looking for the real Undertaker, Paul Bearer with the urn searchlight looking for the Undertaker, revealing the Undertaker, Howard Finkel announcing him as the one and the only, the Undertaker. The match may have been what it was, but it was a good story, as corny as it was, leading all the way into it and through it. So I'm looking forward to being back in the United Center uh, for uh, that event next Saturday night. I'm actually heading down to the United Center tomorrow night uh, for a Blackhawks game, so I'm looking forward to uh, checking out some hockey uh, down in the city of Chicago. Uh, you know, uh, we were also um, talking about the attendance at SmackDown and the uh, posts that were out there about 
the challenges that they may have had with attendance. Well, Ring of Honor is looking to break its attendance record, uh, which was set last year at the WrestleMania event, where they will be hosting at the UNO Lakefront Arena, uh, a big event there, their 16th anniversary show. I'm sorry, that is not going to be their 16th anniversary show. That is, of course, their WrestleMania weekend show. My segue there was horrible. It didn't even work because I'm talking about the show in Vegas on March 9th, where they have announced the World Championship will be on the line as champion Dalton Castle will take on Jay Lethal. Again, that's the 16th anniversary show, their annual anniversary show, which comes to us from Vegas, I believe at the Orleans Arena, uh, each and every year. So uh, we're looking forward to that show. Remember, you can catch that show on Fight. That's F-I-T-E, Fight TV, where you can also get episodes of the Pro Wrestling Report right on your mobile device. Just pick it up. Head to fight.com slash I'm sorry, fight.tv slash PWR, and it downloads the app right to your device right from that website, and you have then access to all of the wrestling content. And by the way, WrestleMania weekend is going to be huge on fight. Every single, uh, just about every single, not actually, as a matter of fact, every single non-WWE event will be streamed live on Fight TV. The events from WrestleCon, the events throughout the city will be streamed live on Fight TV. I'm going to be hosting that coverage all weekend long on Fight TV along with SoCal Val. More of you will be looking at her than me. I understand that. That's fine. But uh, go ahead and download the app. Get ready for it now. We had a great time in our five-hour marathon broadcast last year in Orlando at WrestleCon for WrestleMania. We're going to do it a little differently this year and bridge the gap between all of the tremendous wrestling shows that you're going to have available to you on the Fight TV app, where you can also get that Ring of Honor 16th anniversary show if you're not able to make it to Vegas or if you're not able to make it to or, uh, New Orleans for WrestleMania. Of course, as you know, in New Orleans as well, PWR will be large and in charge. Actually, the man large and in charge is Kevin Nash, big sexy Kevin Nash, who will be hosting his annual Shenanigans VIP party this year. It's on Bourbon Street. Tickets are available now, and they are currently 10% off only through Sunday. 10% off only through Sunday. Sales over will not be extended. You can get your tickets at a discounted price uh, right now. PWRshow.com for the biggest party of WrestleMania weekend that is on its way to a very early sellout. So don't wait. Get in where you fit in. Get those VIP tickets. Get balcony access. Picture it. New Orleans on a balcony on Bourbon Street in the heart of Bourbon Street throwing beads off said balcony with big sexy Kevin Nash, Al Snow, Billy Gunn, SoCal Val, ODB, Shane Helms, so many great people will be in attendance at that event uh, at the Bourbon Cowboy on Bourbon Street. That's uh, Friday night, uh, right after the Hall of Fame uh, as part of WrestleMania weekend. So with that, thank you very much for joining us, folks. I want to apologize. We didn't have an episode yesterday. Uh, some schedule conflicts got in the way of us being able to broadcast by the time we were able to do so. It was going to be well late into the evening. So we apologize for that. But we indeed do appreciate you joining us here on the Pro Wrestling Report and PWR tonight. So for all of us here at PWR, thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll see you when we are with you next again here on the channels of the Pro Wrestling Report.